Welcome to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. Do you own a small business or does that small business own you? Are you seeking increased sales, more loyal customers, lower operation costs, and brand loyalty? If you're interested in elevating your brand and expanding your reach, then Business Buzz will put it all together for you with expert guests, resources that make sense, and your opportunity to be heard. Get ready to call in with your questions and comments at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Business Buzz is out to put the buzz back into your business. Here's your host, Frank Hellring. Hey, can you hear the buzz? Welcome wherever you may be. You found Business Buzz from the West Coast to the East Coast or somewhere in between. I'm your host, Frank Hellring, and we're coming to you live, prime time on the Voice America Business Network channel. And Business Buzz is brought to you today by Moda Business Solutions. They are a company out here in San Diego that has resources that make sense. You can reach Moda at 858 858- 251-4640. That's 858-251-4640. Or simply go to their website at Moda Business Solutions. That's plural.com. To contact us here at the show, you can call us at toll-free 877 number 3 N O W B U Z. That's 877-3 now Buzz. Or you can email us at info at businessbuzz.com. Or if you want to know more about the show, know more about me, you want to bring yourself on as a guest or elevate your business and expand your brand, you can simply find us at businessbuzz.com. Well, we got a shout out out to our charity, our philanthropic organization up there in the state of Washington, Chaplain Joseph Heron. We are just absolutely so excited about what you're doing with Cookies to Cops. That's right. It's spelled cookies. Easy to spell that word. T-O-C-O-P-S. We're working very, very hard with that organization right now to bring up a small business initiative known as AdoptToCop.com. So far, that particular charity up in Washington has passed out dozens of cookies to Spokane Police Department. Also, they went over on the west end of Seattle and passed out about 120 bags to the police division out there. They're going to be going down into Portland, Oregon soon and soon and very soon into Southern California. So you need to get in touch. You want to get involved as a small business out there, supporting your first defenders, supporting your EMTs, supporting your firefighters. You need to get on to cookies2cops.com. Well, we had some great and exciting news this past week for Business Buzz and Business Watch. We are going to be signing a year contract, year contract with Voice America. Shout out to my Voice America team, Robert Cialino, my senior executive producer, Ryan and Jeff Spinard, who's the CEO of Voice America, for believing in me and getting me to spread my wings. We are so happy to be rolling with you for another year. Well, let me tell you something. I've entitled today's show, Has COVID-19 Taken a Bite Out of the Big Apple? And I'll tell you what prompted this for me. The New York Times published an article, August of this year, entitled one-third of New York small businesses may be gone forever. I don't know about you, but that's the city that doesn't sleep. At least that's how I knew it. I was born in the East Coast. I've been to New York City many times, both on business and pleasure. And it's true and very true. That's a city that doesn't sleep. Matter of fact, I needed toothpicks underneath my eyes every time I went there because I didn't sleep. But now... 
I'm told that Broadway is a ghost town. As a matter of fact, I hear that coming out of media. I don't like to hear that kind of speak. So I've got an incredible guest with me today, an incredible guest. And he is a gentleman by the name of Sadiq. And he is a incredible background person in that neck of the woods because he is from another country. He immigrated in 1988 to America while on a business trip working as a sales rep for Hyundai Corporation from Yemen. Between 1990 and 2004, he traveled to other states for business opportunities. He volunteered helping 20,000 Yemenites in New York City. And in 2008, he founded the YemeniCornerStore.com Corporation, continuing to help the Yemenite community in New York and surrounding states by representation, assisting with translation and integration into mainstream society. In 2008, he married his lovely wife, has three beautiful children, all girls, I had all boys, we can talk about that. 2010, joined the Yemeni American Association of New York, serving as the office manager, continuing helping the Yemenite community, helping them obtain permits, investments into new businesses, consulting as to make wise investments and referring to other professionals as needed. In 2011, he started a charity to help those affected by the Yemen war by sending donations to those in need. During this time, Mr. Saeed, assisted those coming to America from Yemen not falling into the traps of groups whose teachings go against the American principles. How about that one? 2020 works with a branch of the United Nations based in Yemen, helping black Yemenites who are the most marginalized minorities through discrimination, enslavement, and being abused. Emily and Company Brokerage LLC was formed in 2020, also connecting buyers and sellers all over the world of healthcare products. Boy, it's really great to have you on the show today, Sakid. Welcome to Business Buzz. Thank you, Frank. Thank you for having us. And thank you for taking the interest in basically uh, visiting New York City. It is really, really in dire need for people like you that we can see what we can do and help. Sakit, I'll tell you, you know, that article really rocked me, the one in the New York Times. But now we are two months, two months, my friend, far removed from the publication of that copy What's it like in Broadway now? Well, I can't even tell you how the mood is in Broadway, especially after yesterday's chaos uh, there. But uh, it, is, it is closed most of the time. Restaurants, I think only, if I can, if I'm, if I'm accurate, it's only 10% from the entire restaurants. Um, you know how New York is. They are open, the rest are closed. There are who fighting to put um, like um, seats outside um, the restaurants, in front of the restaurants on the, on the platform or on the street. But I don't know how they are gonna do it now, especially when this uh, winter steps in, it's gonna be really hard for them. You know, I can remember those days. I was in business, uh, in another business, somewhat not in finance. I was in New York City in 2004 when that blizzard hit. I was in a Fifth uh, Avenue deli. Uh, we went in, the pavement was black. We came out, it was four foot of snow. <laughs> so what we've got is a situation here now. How in the world are they going to put outside, you know, restaurant, uh, you know, patio, even with a, you know, a, a tent over them? You know, I mean, they're going to have to have heaters up and down Broadway. How are they going to do that? Well, Frank, look, the matter now is basically fighting uh, for survival. I mean, this is how I see it. Um, I walk through um, 
New York City, Brooklyn, Staten Island, the Bronx, um, I mean Queens, um, especially those who are in the city of Manhattan. I mean, they are just fight to survive because the fact is, it's, it's not only the pandemic between me and you. It is a lot of other, even, even heavy regulations on them from before. The rent was high already. I mean, you, look, I've been in this um, city forever. And as I told you, my work is working with the small businesses. Uh, helping them, getting them licenses, permits, whatever. Um, you are uh, you are having whether a restaurant or a grocery store, uh, fifteen thousand dollar rent for a, a place that is not even maybe two thousand or fifteen hundred square foot, and and on addition to that, there are so many other expenses. Now the pandemic came in; they got hit so hard. And then you 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 make you you make the math. You know, Sadiq, New York is a big piece of the marketing economy of America. At last count, I saw two hundred and eighty-eight thousand small businesses recorded in that neck of the woods. This article is saying one third of those are going to go bye-bye. What is that going to do to New York City's economy? The article is not exaggerating. The, the article is actually, the article is talking about less than what I think they are going to go bye-bye. I mean, I see, I have seen uh, really uh, restaurants closed that we used to attend and, and go eat and then we go. If you really look, I don't really have the statistics handy with me. But I'm just telling you that New York is really going through hard, hard hit, especially small businesses. And we are trying to reach uh, the people who are uh, who, who basically can help, uh, whether to alleviate the regulations. I mean, look, if I'm in the pandemic right now and there is nothing we can do, I would appeal to the city of New York, to the state of New York, to even the federal. It, they can ease regulations. They can help to try to reduce fines, penalties. You know, I mean, you are talking about a small business who is facing fifteen, twenty, thirty thousand dollars penalties or whatever else that will be. I think it is only wise to just wipe that off. Try to work with them. Try to give them incentive for the small businesses to survive. But once they face all that, they just. They just give up and shut the gate and go. You know, Sadiq, we just had Catherine Katari sign into the copy. Now, this is one of your guests, right? Uh, apparently, she's an advocate in small business in the New York City area. Catherine, uh, you need to unmute yourself and whatnot, my dear, so you can come into the show. But, uh, Sadiq, can you do an introduction for us? Well, Catherine is well known in the community, especially in Brooklyn, Bay She being a fighter, not only for small businesses, but for everybody else, for the, the residents. Uh, she 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 been working. I've been working with her since 2010. Basically, she was very she was heavily involved in the Yemeni community as well. Uh, she is um, um, you know helping uh, in in drug addictions and uh, schools and I mean. I can talk about her all day, but what I'm going to do, I'm going to tell you that she's very active and um, I just want her to tell us what she thinks we, in these 
platform, what she is going to tell the people who are really responsible for those small business if they can help. Outstanding. Catherine Katari, welcome to Business Buzz. We're so glad that you tuned in with us today. It's, I'm standing outside, so it may be a little noisy, because actually right now I'm on lunch break working the election. Oh, my goodness. You're an active lady. So I, And I'm in a schoolyard that's locked in, so I don't want to get kicked out. But if I get kicked out, you're all my witness. <laughs> Not a problem. Hey, so, you are, we got about four minutes till break, Catherine. Tell us what's going on. You're an advocate for small business in that space. Let's hear about it. Well, let me tell you what I seen this morning. I see all these outdoor markets, outdoor restaurants, and they're all putting up plexiglass to winterize these goddamn stages on the middle of the street for outdoor dining. Why? Why are we winterizing outdoor cafes? Why are the small businesses not grabbing their balls and fighting back? Why are you caving into the demands? The Constitution is being violated. Amendment 14. You cannot push me into the street. I'm an essential business. But nobody's wow. saying anything. Catherine, you sound to me like you're a pretty vocal lady. I don't think you need a megaphone out there on the streets in New York and whatnot. But let me ask you a question. What are you involved in in that neck of the woods that's helping to bring this back? There's nobody wants to get involved. I keep speaking to people and nothing's happening. Nobody wants to do anything. And I'm, I'm, I'm talking about I go to leaders in the Republican Party. And it seems, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know why nobody wants to get involved. But it's not up to the leaders of this country. We, the people, are the leaders. But when you talk to the business owners and you say, come on, let's go. There's rallies here. There's rallies there. And I'm the only one at a rally. That's very disheartening because I don't have a business. But I'm at that rally for my grandchildren because you ain't taking my rights away. But these businesses have to lock up and go meet themselves in Gracie Mansion Take a train ride, the bus ride, and go to Albany and fight back. And you know what? Open your door. Because when you go to court, and when you get in the court, and you present that summons to the judge, it's going to be dismissed because it's a violation of the Constitution. You know, Sadiq, uh, Catherine's kind of uh, echoing a little of my sentiments and whatnot. I actually, before I... Uh, uh, put this show together today, I made a phone call to the governor's office. I also made a call, phone call to the mayor's office. Both of them, I was not able to reach anybody uh, that could give me a comment uh, on the show today and whatnot. Sadiq, let me ask you a question. What really is going on in New York as far as any type of, uh, you know, collaboration or, or some type of, uh, you know, coming together of small businesses and whatnot to create a unified voice? Nothing. Uh, well, I will... I will agree with Catherine a hundred percent. There is nobody basically answer you. The, 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 the authority over here, the state agencies, anybody we reach, um, they don't answer you. Um, they, nobody respond to you. As far as the Republican, um, I mean, um, whether we're politicians or people. And, and, I'm sorry. Let me say it. Because the people that are taking the Yemeni, taking the small people's money, are organizing with the mayor and the governor, and they're not out to help small businesses. Well, that's what we're here to do today, Catherine. And we're going to move to a break right now, folks, and whatnot. You guys have been an absolutely incredible guest, uh, Sadiq and Catherine. Uh, you're going to take well, a quick break. 
Okay, Catherine, we're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to Business Buzz with Frank Kellering live on Voice America Business Network, brought to you by Boda Business Solutions, who has resources that make sense for your small business. And we're going to be right back with more buzz for your business. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858-251-4640 or visit us online at modabusinesssolutions.com. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow have you friended us on facebook yet why not just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for the keywords voice america once you are part of our facebook network you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows this week's featured guests and new happenings at the voice america talk radio network and you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for voice america You're listening to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. To reach the live show, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send Frank an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S buzz.com. Now, back to Business Buzz. Hey, we're back. You got Frank Hellring on Business Buzz. And uh, if you were listening to that first half of our show, boy, I'll tell you, you really have got some type of an idea what's going on back there in the Big Apple. I don't know whether it's a small bite or a big bite that's been taken out uh, through COVID-19. But I'll tell you what, I got an incredible guest coming up. His name is Yahaya, Yahaya Obeid. And he's an activist, but actually he's an air traffic controller at JFK. And I have landed there many times. So thank you very much, Ohio, for getting me down on the ground safely. 
But he's also an activist out there in the Yemeni community and a lot of small business uh, organizations and whatnot. That he's trying to make a huge difference back there in the Big Apple. Hey, Yahya, welcome to Business Buzz. Really glad to have you on today. Thanks for the invite, Frank. Way really, really happy to have you on. Listen, Yahya, let me tell you something. You know, a guy who's an air traffic controller, I mean, talk about a stress business, you know. And then you come home and you got it, you know, on your heart to go out and help small business. Tell us a little bit about that. I can't get enough stress, so why not? Uh, you know, <laughs> it's something I love doing. I love doing what I do as a career, and I love doing what I do for the community. So uh, I enjoy doing it. And when you enjoy doing something, uh, stress level goes down dramatically. Let me ask you a question, Yahya. What are you seeing happen to community in your neck of the woods? Uh, unfortunately, even uh, pre-COVID, uh, small businesses have been struggling. We've been struggling for a while. My dad opened up his first business in uh, Manhattan over 35 years ago. And uh, just recently, he did retire, but uh, he knows small businesses have been uh, dying, dying out. And COVID hit, and now it's a lot worse. First, we thought the recovery was going to be uh, difficult. Now, we're looking at it maybe impossible uh, based on the situation that we have going on right now. A lot of businesses are closing, unfortunately. Just like you said about that article, uh, it might be more than a third of businesses that are going to close at the end of all this. You know, it's really tragic, you know, when I hear that type of copy coming back from the East Coast, which I really love the East Coast. I was born in D.C., you know, and when you sit there and tell me that New York is going to be a city that is going to totally permanently sleep, that's a big concern to me. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, we're getting to the point of uh, no return, and we have these policies that are coming down from the governor's office and the mayor's office that are just killing our businesses. I mean, I, sometimes I think that's their goal. They want to eliminate all small businesses. Boy, that's interesting uh, because you do have a person that you brought on with you today, right? Gentleman yeah. by the name of Gene DeFrancis, and he's running for New York State Assembly currently? Yeah, that's correct. Give uh, us Gene. an introduction to Ohio. I want, I, want to, I want to meet this guy. All right. Well, uh, we got the best person on the show today, uh, really. Uh, Gene DeFrancis, good friend of mine. He's also the founder of the Allerton Merchants Association. So he's worked very close with the, the small businesses. And he's also a candidate for the 80th Assembly, uh, Assembly District. He's uh, on the Republican ticket. Good friend of mine. I'm supporting him. I'm working on his campaign. And uh, here he is. Thank you for joining us, uh, Gene. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, Frank, thank you for, uh, for having us. Um, hey, you know, we Jim, went for, I'll even, I'll even forgive you for wearing the Yankee hat. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's, uh, it's scary enough out here. I'd hate to walk through the Bronx without it, but, um, I hear you. you know, it's, uh, we, we joke, but the, the scariest thing about this situation right now is that it's, uh, it's going drip by drip. And so people in the area are falling into this whole, one step at a time, and it just keep, keeps descending. Uh, we need to dig our way out of this. And right now in, in Albany and uh, beyond, we have a bunch of people serving that have never uh, worked in a small business, let alone ran a small business. You know, they were operatives that worked with an elected official who worked with an elected official. And it's a very tight-knit circle. Um, and that needs, to, that needs to expand. And especially here in the Bronx, 
we have no Republican representation. So there's no Republican voice to kind of get them out of this echo chamber because small businesses are ready to reopen and they want to do it safely, but they want to do it now. They wanted to do it yesterday. We were told four weeks and, and we're going into months and some are talking about a couple of years and the, the fear and the anxiety is palpable uh, in New York and it has to stop. You know, it's interesting. You're running for state assembly. I happened to do a little bit of digging and I found a New York state assembly meeting, uh, the standing committee on small business, standing committee on ways and means, standing committee on agriculture, et cetera, et cetera. It was supposed to have occurred on Thursday, June 18, 2020 at 10 a.m. And out to the right on their document in big red letters, they've got the word canceled. Yeah. I can't find anywhere on that website where they rescheduled that meeting. What do you think about that, Jane? Well, you know, they're so busy creating division and defunding the police, and, and they have all these um, ideas and attention going in seven different directions. None of them in that political monopoly are talking about small businesses or protecting the homeowners. None of them. And uh, that's one of the motivations for running, because... The small business is the backbone of the community. It's the backbone of the society. That's independence. That's real freedom. Not working in a corporation or in a cubicle, but getting out there, putting your hard-earned dollars on the table and saying, this is mine. This is my family's, and I'm going to hire the people in the community. That's the America that we knew because, uh, you know, the Democrats want to bash a capitalist society, but we don't live in a capitalist society anymore. We're living in a corporate society where the corporations are giving them money and leading them with the regulations, which is shutting down the small businesses. Add the pandemic to that mix, and you have a recipe for disaster that, frankly, everybody is looking around and, and wondering, well, when is the nonsense and insanity going to stop? You've been shut down since the 22nd of March. 22nd of March, and New York has one of the highest rates, if not the highest rates of COVID-19 death in the country. How do you think that lines up, Gene? Well, we're concerned about that because the numbers aren't accurate. It's not as low as 9,000 as some are saying. COVID is real. That's, that's a fact. But at the same time, we know for a fact that if uh, an elderly gentleman or an elderly woman uh, had an illness, was at the twilight of their days, but had the virus, they were diagnosed as a COVID victim. So we really need to look at the reality and can we operate business safely? Every single small business I speak to says, yes, you could come into the store. We're sitting at the restaurant. We take off our mask. We eat. We're safe. We can go into a store, especially if you're not talking, you're not sneezing. If you have a fever, check your temperature. These are common sense things. It's not about wearing a mask. It's about transmitting the disease. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Common sense things that mom and dad told you as a child. And we're, we're losing our minds over this because people are attacking someone if they take off their mask to catch a, a breath of fresh air. The air is not poison. The disease is real, but we have to live. You know, I saw a great little meme. It was 10 birds inside of a, of a cage in a, in a nice, warm and cozy house. And they were all making fun of the bird that was flying out and into the into the wild saying, look at him. That idiot's going to get us all killed. This is not living. We, we have to live again. And you also have to look at the, 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 the tremendous mental health issues that we're having in New York. And I, I don't want to be crude about it, but people are literally jumping off our bridge and jumping in front of our trains. 
Look up those statistics because they're real. And, and the people are shut in and they're scared and they're not exercising and they're not getting fresh air. They're killing their immune system. And social contact is, is incredibly important. We're, we're hurting ourselves more than helping ourselves with these regulations. So we need to bring some common sense back into this, uh, into this conversation. Yes, the virus is real. Yes, we need to be safe about it. But we can't kill ourselves for an entire year and shut ourselves down because we're not going to get out of this healthier. You know, Jane, in Ohio, you've been out there obviously pressing the flesh, right, with small businesses. You're out there intermixing with these folks. Are they all Republicans in New York City? The more and more, they're growing. <laughs> they are growing, the small businesses. Yeah, you got, you got some Democrats that turned the key in the door on a small business in New York City, correct? Uh, I, I'm walking, you know, I have my posters in almost every single small business in, in my neighborhood. Right. And the um, media is saying, you know, big blue state already up, you know, for Biden. OK, I don't want to get too political here. But the bottom line is here. There are Republicans and Democrats that are turning keys on Broadway in those small businesses. What are the Democrats having to say about all of what you just relayed across the show? Well, some of them are so afraid to speak their mind, to be honest, because it's really not about Democrat, Republican. It's about liberal, conservative, and, and some other social economic views. Because you'll have conservatives in the Democrat Party, and you'll have liberals in the Republican Party. They're called Blue Dogs and, and Rockefeller Republicans. So this division is also something that, that needs to be broken down. Because when we're not communicating with each other, we're not building and growing. So we need to have a Republican voice. The, the county worked better when there was a two-party system. A one-party system is a monopoly, and that never works, and that's what we're experiencing now and why we're spiraling out of control. And more and more people are realizing that Republican isn't such a dirty word that they were bullied into thinking, and they're starting to get their voice back because many of them, even though um, it's, it's coming along very slowly, but they're waking up from this fog because it was, it was a peer pressure. We're Democrats. You're surrounded by Democrats. Don't put up that sign because... The Democrats will come after you. They're, they're saying I, I, it can't get any worse than this. And we have to we have to stick true to our, our real values uh, because the Bronx isn't as as uh, Democrat as they want you to believe. Believe, you know, believe yeah. that. OK, Gene, you're running for state assembly right now. Are you I, largely running on a platform to rejuvenate small businesses? I mean, is that a big piece of your uh, speak? And whatnot to the community because I'd love to hear what you're what you're saying. The the major the major point is quality of life. It's not about Republican or Democrat. It's a bipartisan coalition that we're forming. Yeah, he's actually a Democrat. Uh, we don't hate each other. We get along very well because we care about this community. So when we pe- put the people before the party and focus on the community, we start to communicate and share different ideas and then work together. And then small businesses thrive. Uh, home ownership is protected. Landlords don't fight with residents. Police don't fight with the community. We all get together like human beings, like adults. We have conversations and we move forward because everybody wants to be safe. Everybody wants a good education and everybody wants quality of life. These are the common goals. Everything else we have to communicate and hash out. And, and the bullying tactics that have been occurring in the Bronx are, are coming to an end one way or another. Well, let me ask you a question from an aspect of your opponent, who I don't know who that is and whatnot, but what is the speak that he or she is giving as far as an oppositional to you? She's actually running for higher office right now. 
before her uh, her election was even um, closed, she's looking to, to move out. And, and we really can't afford that. You know, we have um, a serious issue right here. And we need all of our representatives to be extremely laser focused on saving our small businesses and improving our quality of life, bringing it all together. I don't know how she plans on balancing both, uh, running for a, for a higher office and, and being a voice for the community. But that's what uh, that's that's where her attention is on on taking another step up, you know. And she's only been in office one term, which is a two year term in the assembly here. So she came in, and and she's looking to move up already. Well, I really commend you and whatnot for your tenacity and whatnot in taking taking this on and whatnot. But at the same point in time, you know, I'm sitting here saying to myself, New York, New York, right? I want to wake up in a city that never sleeps. I mean, it just keeps going through my head. And now it's being called a ghost town. That's really a radical departure from what I remember New York City being. How are we going to get it back where it needs to be, guys? Where the heartbeat is, is pumping. And I, I just want to encourage, don't wait for government to save you because they're not on your side right now. Get out there, support your local businesses. Whatever dollars you have, get in those stores, help them out. And talk to your neighbors, because if you talk to your neighbors, you're going to feel a lot safer, a lot more calmer. And and we'll wake this up again because they are sleeping. You know, you're not wrong about that. People have fallen asleep because it's it's come at such a slow, uh, meticulous level. They add another another piece. They add another piece. Next thing you know, we're, we're in a socialist society where government is dictating everything. They're mandating masks. People are getting arrested. Uh, I don't see it getting that far because the New York spirit is still alive, but they're they're confused right now because the virus, like I said, is real. They want to be safe. They want to keep their neighbors safe, but they want to still live their life. So how do we bring that two together is the major question that the people in Albany right now can't solve because they're they're focused on other things. You know, if uh, you've listened to my show in the past, and when I have three R's, basically, that I really believe small business needs to pay attention to. First of all, is recover. That's the first R. You know, I mean, it, we're in damage control right now in small business in America. So we're going to have to make some hard decisions, right? We're probably going to have to lose some people we've had for 10, 15 years, and we're going to have to make some real hard decisions, maybe cutting operational costs of that, you know, nature. The second one is rejuvenate. We're going to have to really start thinking outside the box. And if not, you know, even jumping out of the box, looking back, there is no box. We're going to have to start taking technological decisions, you know, and whatnot, and technology and virtual decisions and things like that, what we're doing here today. The third one is really important in the fact that we have to return to profitability. These loans that SBA have been eating out, EIDLs, 3Ps. I understand there's a loan program, I guess, within New York City if you qualify and whatnot for small business. These are all crutch mechanisms and whatnot to limp along during this COVID-19, but the money runs out. There's always more month at the end of the money. How are you going to get at that, you know, uh, Gene? Because money, you know, obviously rules. I mean, who he who's got the gold is the golden rule, right? So, I mean, what we have to do here, whatnot, is get the businesses unified. Do you agree? A hundred percent. And uh, you know, our small businesses have been getting choked out for many years. Many years before I even thought about running for office. Um, taxes higher and higher. The the government comes down on the landlord. Landlord comes down on the the merchant. Same as the resident. And you can't you can't shut down. Um, 
small business and then collect taxes. It, it doesn't work that way. It, it shouldn't work that way. And so they're putting more and more pressure. You know, also, the other thing that's confusing people, when someone goes into the hospital and they get tested for COVID and they're positive, what's the next thing that they do? They release them. They say, go home, quarantine yourself. If this is a serious disease, you quarantine the sick and then you keep the rest of society safe and healthy so that they can operate. So I agree with you 100%. I got to move to a break right now. I hate to cut you off and whatnot, Gene, but we'll mix it up more in the second half. We're going to take a quick break here. You listen to Business Buzz or Frank Kellering live on Voice America Business Network. You brought to you by Motor Business Solutions. We'll be right back with more buzz for your business. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858-251-4640 or visit us online at modabusinesssolutions.com. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. PPP, COVID-19, SBA, is there a way? It's time for Business Watch, where your voice matters. Call into the show at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or drop us an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S buzz.com. We know you've got something to say. Now, here's Frank Hellring, Business Watch, where your voice matters. Hey, welcome back. You are now on Business Watch. This is the live call-in segment of the show. If you're a small business out there right now, you want to get something off your chest, you want to talk to us a little bit about your business, or you want to make some comments on what's going on back in the Big Apple, you need to pick up the phone right now and dial 866 472 
866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. And you can mix it up with me and my incredible guests. Well, I'll tell you what, we had an incredible first half segment of this show. I've got Jane DeFrancis, I've got Yehei Obid, and I've got Sadiq Kaid, all from that incredible Big Apple neck of the woods back in New York City. Hey, guys, now we're in the same room. This is like a conference room on Business Watch. I've got three watchwords. One's meat. Meat basically is got to like each other, right? You're going to do business with each other. I think we got past that. You're all smiling at me. The second one is collaborate, which is you got intellectual property. I got intellectual property. We got to find the fits, right? The third is the biggie, grow. We got to have a modus operandi. We got to have a mechanism. We got to have a mousetrap out here that's going to create growth and profitability. Otherwise, why in the heck are we going to do business together? Let me ask you a question. What did you see happen in that first segment, Sadiq, that you could see happening as far as collaboration or possibly moving to some unity here in the Big Apple? Well, the collaboration is that um, we being, as far as activists go, we being collaborating, we being helping each other, but that is not enough. I'm talking about we need uh, a real help coming from the government agencies, from the government itself, even if there is any federal interference here. Um, I am going to follow up with, um, with Catherine. She did not put it right because, look, we don't have a Republican presence in New York City. They are very scared, honestly. They think, oh, we don't have anybody in New York City for us and support us. And that way, we don't really need to run for no offices. We don't want to even come down on the street to find out what is going on. If we have to try to reach, I don't know who we are going to reach. I mean, I don't know who I am supposed to reach to. I only know one um, candidate that is Nicole Maliotakis that is we are supporting in the Staten Island. Anybody else, we don't. Since if, if James Francis is, is, uh, Francis is going to go, I am supporting him 100% wherever I can, whatever I can. I am I'm present in all the five boroughs and I am ready for that. But I need this message for the Republican to show us their support and their faces because New York needs them the most right now. And not only that, there are people who switch gears right now. Just like Yahya uh, in front of you right here. He is not anymore a Democrat. I'm not going to call him Democrat. He's a Republican. Now I'm not here... <laughs> to cross I'm not able to try to play politics or or, um, or um, parties no I'm just gonna tell you whoever will come and help us at this moment especially small businesses we will go for him if the Democrats will prove it it, it has no I have no problem if anybody will come from the city of New York and really take this responsibility and try to help businesses from dying out there are restaurants are hundred and some years old in Brooklyn they close. Mm. And I'm, I'm, I'm very worried about cats, a restaurant in Manhattan, if it's going to just close. I go there yeah. every You know, Sadiq, I love your enthusiasm. We got a live call in coming in. Oh, my goodness. Natasha Friedman. Hi. Hey, my co-host that happens on my show once in a while. How you doing, Natasha? Welcome. Good, Frank. It's great to be back. Yeah, absolutely. Boy, I'd say, what do you think about this show? You know, unbelievable, right? Taking a bite out of the Big Apple. I mean, you are, you know, an incredible uh, commentator as far as uh, mixing it up as far as politically. What do you think is going on here? 
Well, I can say coming from personal experience, I lived in New York City for five years on the change between when Mayor Bloomberg was finishing his mayorship going into now we have Mayor de Blasio and how the city of New York has changed for the worse, not for the better. And again, with the small businesses, you know, being gone forever because of COVID-19, there was a New York Times article recently that said one third of New York small businesses may be gone forever. So my question to you, Jean, because you're running for New York State Assembly, is how are you going to build those businesses back now that they've been, you know, lost? So we're optimistic that one Republican, and this is just a broad general statement, that one Republican in the Bronx is going to motivate a lot of energy to donate to that candidate. That's that's one realistic uh, possibility. And that funding will then generate throughout the district because we're, we're in the 80th Assembly District. Um, we're working already to answer it more specifically on empowering the small business because, as I said in the, the last segment, we can't wait for Superman to come down and save us. The governor, what happened in the Bronx, in my opinion, is that the, the structure got turned upside down and all the politicos wanted to operate every single thing rather than letting the community hold up the, the society and then regulate from there. If, if there was any tension or any disagreement, the government would sit over it and say, OK, let's go into this direction. And it clears it up. Now you have all these quote unquote, powerful political figures saying, I know better than you. Let me handle this. I'll do this. I'll do. And that's really even before COVID, that's what destroyed small business here, because they've been struggling for a long time, even before COVID. And they are so strong and, and versatile. I, I tell you what, it, it's really empowering to watch some of these small businesses go through that. And they need to be encouraged and they need to be lifted. And we really need to get rid of some of these regulations that that hold them back because you have to step away from the COVID and you have to see, okay, why is this business not surviving? Yes, the new COVID regulations are a large part, but then it comes down to the taxes and the fees and everything else that's that government has been doing to these small businesses. It's been going on way before COVID and you have to, you have to release the chains and instead of focusing so much time on the corporate uh, corporate society, because they're important too. We have to work together with them. It, it creates a lot of jobs. So we can't just say uh, corporations are bad, you know, tax them exponentially. But we also have to take our focus and encourage small business. There's no reason why any man unemployed that has their health shouldn't be inspired to run their own business or be an entrepreneur because that's the backbone of society. Small business, entrepreneurship, that's America. And, and we lost that freedom. 50% of our GNP, 85% of our jobs. Hey, we got another live call in. Hey, Alan Lowe, Alan Lowe, my goodness, CEO of VCard Global out of Orlando, Florida. How you doing, Alan? I'm doing great, Frank. So Love. glad to have you on the show. You know, this is, what, this is where we kind of talked about the unification aspect, guys, and whatnot. Alan Lowe has an incredible technology and whatnot. You want to tell us about it, Alan? Yes, Frank, I will. It's all about connecting and everything that you're talking about today, communicating, collaborating with your clients today, bringing back the community as a whole. We definitely need to do that about New York City. I have so many friends that live in New York City and, and a lot of them are owning businesses. One of my good friends that has a concierge service, went to her favorite restaurant. She found out it was closed. It's non-existent when she was up there a couple of weeks ago. So what we have, Frank, 
is a ultimate marketing tool that allows you to stay in touch with your customers and put the community back together. Um, it's, it's really going to amplify their business and keep the connection up. Because right now it's all about communication and unity. It doesn't matter which side of the fence you're on today. We need to come together, love each other, support each other, and make it happen. You know, you know, let me ask you a question, Alan. You know, a digital app out there, I mean, small businesses don't have a heck of a lot of discretionary capital. It could be two, several thousand dollars. What do you charge for this? What will we charge for it? Well, believe it or not, Frank, if they went right now to, if they text the Hubmart LLC they, to 44515, they could take your card down and see what we're talking about. What we're doing is we're giving, first of all, everyone a basic card. We're going to give away a free communication tool to all the businesses so they can stay in touch with their customers. And then if you upgrade where you can do sales funnels, put on videos, fill out forms, uh, tell about your business, you could sell product on it. And a lot of stuff is going virtual now, Frank. People aren't leaving their homes. So, so small businesses now can communicate. And that's only $69 a year, less than a Starbucks coffee a month. Wait a minute. That, 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 that did what? $69 a year? That's not a month, right? No, I, that's what everybody comes back. That's a month. They say that's a good deal. I says, no, that's a year, less than a Starbucks coffee a month. Alan, we definitely have to have you back on an individual show talking about this because digital, obviously, you know, you got to reach out and touch someone, but it's not AT&T we're talking about here. We're talking about businesses actually having a business card that could be sent out to their clients. They can, they can upload it onto their phone and they've got that connection, right? Oh, absolutely. And not only do we have a single use, we have a corporate use. In fact, one of our clients just came on board this week, Carolina realty group in Hilton Head, South Carolina. Realtors are using our card. Restaurants are using our card. How would you like it if you posted on your card, you handed your card out to somebody, Frank, and you're a restaurant in New York City, and you're going to do a two-for-one special on Thursday night, or you're going to do a curbside special with people who come over. As soon as you put that coupon on the card, it sends them a notification to their phone. That's that's all for $69 a year where you can start communicating with your My goodness. Wow. We got about three minutes to go in the show here and whatnot. Let me ask you a question, Gene. You got a final word you want to tell us about New York City and where you're taking it? Uh, just take the power back, community. Talk talk to each other. I'm not, I'm not Superman. I'm not going to be the end-all, be-all. Um, it's really about giving you back your voice and your power and stop letting Albany and outside influences telling you what's best for your home. Every small business needs to take care of their small business. They know what's best for their business. Every homeowner needs to take care of their home. They know what's best. And we have to stop pitting each other against each other. The corporations and small business can't coexist. Police and community can coexist. Landlords and tenants can coexist. So we have to stop with this division. Republicans, Democrats can coexist, and we do. So just talk to each other. Communication is the key to get ourselves out of this. 
You bet. Yahio, you have definitely hitched your wagon to a rising star in Gene DeFrancis, so keep his support going out there. Sadiq, let me ask yes. you a question. What's your final word? My final word is that uh, I am with Gene uh, DeFrancis. I'm supporting you, buddy. I just want you to do something for the small businesses. I'm working with those small businesses for the last 20 years. And they are basically everything to, for me. Um, and we are fighting hard. We need from the city of New York and the state to reduce policies and regulations. The problem is not the pandemic itself. The problem is we have, we have regulations. Every single day we have new, um, new regulations coming on those small business owners and businesses. And they can't afford anymore. Before they were trying. Uh, high rent, high taxes, high what, high penalties. You do a little bit violation where you can pay in Baltimore, Maryland, $99, you pay $2,000 on it. That is, that, is, that is the problem here. They know how to handle themselves, but then the city got to have to take it easy. Yeah, but Sadiq, we're definitely going to have to do another show with you guys. That's for doggone sure. I hate to move it to the end of the show, guys, but I have to. Listen, you've all been great guests. Thanks for tuning in, Natasha. Thanks, Alan Lowe. You think, you've tuned in to Business Buzz today. If you'd like to be a guest or you'd like to have a business that is wanting to elevate your brand and expand your reach, you can reach us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ or email us at infobusinessbuzz.com. I want to do a special shout-out to Motor Business Solutions, who has ridden with me for the last 13 weeks on this pilot of Voice America. You've been a great, great sponsor. Really, really happy. Nice to see that we're going to continue to do business even beyond this show. Thank you so much, Moda, for all of your support in all these 13 weeks, and we really, really appreciate all the sacrifice that you've done. The buzz factor of your business is what we seek to increase. We're all about putting the buzz back into your business. Tune in next week as I bring more guests and resources to put more buzz back into your business. Thanks for tuning in Business Watch and Business Buzz with Frank Hellring. We'll be back next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We hope to have you join us again next time for some more terrific ways to revitalize your small business.